the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today's hot topic is how you can survive a spiritually declining culture. I don't know about you, but I'm almost afraid to turn on the TV these days. I don't know what I'm going to find out. It seems like the world is going a little crazy. But scripture says that God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So join us as we have a lively, challenging, and insightful conversation on how you can survive a spiritually declining culture here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view, ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know, it's like, because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, The Christian View. See the Christian View. What a great audience we have. Thank you all for being here today, and thank you for having us into your home. This is the Christian View. We take today's hot and challenging topics and weigh it against God's Word, because God does have a view. Today's topic is on surviving spirit, the spiritual decline of our culture. Let me say that five times. <laughs> How do you survive a spiritually declining culture, culture yes. as a believer? But before we get into the topic, let me just tell you who is around the table. I have Trudy Davis. Thank you for being here. Pastor Lee Adams, always great to have you. Candace Kirkpatrick, thank you for being here. And Amy Sutherland, thank you for being here. They're doing amazing things for the kingdom of God, so make sure you check it out. You know, I heard a sermon the other day, Trudy, and it said that Christians are no longer the home team. Wow. If you think about a football game or something, when the home team walks on, everybody's yes. cheering, everyone's excited. When they make a score, everyone, or a touchdown, or whatever, um, the home team, everybody's cheering. Wow. But when the opponents walk on, there's no cheering. In fact, there's booing. And mm. so as believers, as our culture continues to decline spiritually, yes. we become the guest team. Mm. We don't, we're not the home team anymore. And so I think we need to really talk about that mm. because I think our culture is declining spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about that. What are you seeing today that makes you think that this you know culture is declining yes well one thing about not being the home team it does make you try harder mm-hmm. because you want to show up right yes. and show out yes. so that's good but so you know in second timothy 3 1 through 5 it talks about understand that in the last days there will come times of difficulty and we are certainly experiencing that and so i just kind of had a, a little vision or fun with going down and it says like okay so people will be lovers of themselves um selfies mm-hmm. um TikTok. So I think we all pretty much can see that these days. The love of money, greed, corruption, tra- sex trafficking. That's right. all yes. about greed. Right. Um, pride, proud, they'll be proud and arrogant. The homosexual movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, their their tagline is pride. Mm-hmm. Pride and be in God's face of sin. Right. Um, 
they're abusive, disobedient to their parents. I mean, children these days seem to be more and more disrespectful and certainly disrespectful of authority. Right. We are not putting, we're not seeing that in the younger mm-hmm. generations. So, um, you know, unholy, I just think that the, uh, you know, the blasphemous language right. is really bad. And I love the one slander. I'm like, Twitter is a platform to just slander people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just to go on and on through that, I mean, there is no doubt that we are living in a time where Satan is having his day. Right. But I always then like to say, we can't be discouraged because we know how the story yes. ends. We know whose team we're exactly. on. Right. And, the, and we can't be surprised. The Bible told us this was coming, mm-hmm. even though I don't yes. like it. Right. I'm bit. I like being the home team. Oh, yes. But um, <laughs> God says, tells us to fear not, and he will never leave us. He mm-hmm. will never forsake us. So we have to keep that in mind and then go forth and be be the body. Right. Yes. Be the Take, light. And scripture says to be gentle as a dove, mm-hmm. but as wise as a serpent. I think we need to more now than ever, we need that discernment. We need yes. that wisdom. You know, who's who's truly on our team? Because you can mm-hmm. act like a Christian, you can talk like a Christian, oh. but you know, are you really yeah. a Christian, right? Because they come in sheep's wolves in sheep's clothing. And so mm-hmm. being discerning, being being wise in today's society. I did hear that the fastest growing religion right now is self indulgence. It's oh. like what? it's all about me. Yeah, well apparently it's a new have you heard about it? I mean it's yes. self idolization, self indulgence. Yeah, well, self expression. I mean, like I said, the epitome selfie. of a yeah. selfie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Uh huh. It's crazy. I, I was mean. talking mm-hmm. to a friend and when thinking about the spiritual decline and the major difference is how the world views sin Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. years ago there was this moral compass and you felt shame or you felt guilty or you were uh, remorseful or if not then you were at least trying to hide it now it is blatant yes Yes, and it's blatant in your face boasting flaunting Mm -hmm. it's like the conscience has Conscience has been, been seared, been yes. seared. Right. and it's just this con- blatant disregard of God, right. and it's in your face, and we're going to include others to support us right. that we are going to be this an affrontal to Candace's point I think that's really where the whole crust of it is the blatant disregard of God there's such a decline in reverence for the things of God you know when I was growing up I remember you know my mom at one point she had a job where she worked she had to go to work on Sunday mornings but it was without fail we knew we had to get up and go to Sunday school right. mm-hmm. the van was coming to get us parents sent the kids out to be indoctrinated mm-hmm. into the things of God now children very very rarely go to church. Families don't go to church anymore. It is really just a whole concept now where everybody is we saying is as lovers of themselves right. more than lovers of God. And consequently, as you stated too, content seared, we have now, even as pastors and preachers, we teach love so much we right. forget to warn people about God's judgment, mm-hmm. that the day of wrath is going to come, that there are going to be consequences for the wrongdoings that people do in their life. And a yes, God is a forgiving God. He's a loving God. And he does want give us time and time to get things right. But so many times we forget that there are penalties that are going to be paid right. for sin. Yeah. You know, Nobody my, wants to hear that. No, that's no. my son asked me the other day. He goes, Mom, why don't we talk about sin? Mm-hmm. Why don't pastors talk about sin? You know, this is sin and this is sin, but yet we want to kind of 
candy coat over yes. everything because we don't want to be held accountable for our actions yes. and lovers of money. Mm-hmm. We see so much in the church yes. that people have forsaken their first love mm-hmm. and they're, they're lovers of money, which right. is oh. greed. You know, mm-hmm. that that's what's going to draw us away. That's what the Bible says. Yes. And so the lovers of themselves, the greed, all of that, there's no accountability right. Right. because they care about the numbers in their flock. Well, I think yes. accountability is a good, a good word. We need to be accountable. And we should be accountable to Jesus Christ. Yes. We should yes. be accountable to what His Word says yeah. and carry that forth. We'll be right back with more here on The Christian View. Don't go away. We're having a, a great discussion, yet hard discussion, on how do Christians survive a declining culture spiritually. You know, and we said at, at the break that it was a depressing topic because as, you know, the light kind of goes dim, mm-hmm. we've, got to, we've got to, as believers, we've got to shine brighter. Mm-hmm. And shining brighter is going to look different than the world. We're going to be going against the grain. You know, again, above my son's bed is I would rather stand with God and be judged by the world than to stand with the world and be judged by God. And I think as true believers in Jesus Christ, we've got to take a stand. But we know that even though it's declining, and even though right now the world seems crazy, Amy, it's going to get worse. That's true. It is going to get worse. So as Christians, how can we, what, what do we anticipate, you know, in the years, months, you know, to come? Sure, absolutely. You know, well, some of the things we spoke on, Trudy listed some of the things that are signs of the times that we're in. So we're going to see an increase in those numbers of just the lovers of self and the hatred. And, and as you even pointed out, just people are overtly expressing the evil. Now, um, what I wrote was that we're going to see an increase in rebellion in sin and persecution for the church. You will see that. Deception and darkness. But we will also see an increase of the preaching of the gospel. That's biblical. Mm -hmm. The spirit of prophecy, uh, wonders, revival, glory, and light. And so as much as the evil is trying to overcome, it's like this race to the finish line. Like you said, Trudy, we know the end game. But there is a race. And so he's Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, do everything he can. And so within that, though, um, I'd like to quote from Proverbs twenty nine sixteen: When the wicked are in authority, transgression increases, but the uncompromisingly righteous shall see the wicked fall. So we have that promise to stand on. And not only that, but in Isaiah 60, you kind of open with it, Trudy. Mm-hmm. It says that arise and shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Darkness covers the earth and thick darkness mm-hmm. um, covers the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you. Nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's something to consider for hope because there's always hope even in the midst of darkness. Right. Jesus is the hope and the light of the world. And he wins. Yeah. I mean, in the end, he he wins. wins. So even though we can anticipate great darkness, we can also anticipate a great God. Mm -hmm. And he's going to come through every single time. I mean, again, from Genesis to Revelation, God wins. God wins. He knows the beginning from the end. And even though times are going to get harder, we will get stronger as believers. Mm-hmm. We'll need to. We'll need to. And we need not fear. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. You'll also see the great separation. We're already seeing it right mm-hmm. now, the separation between the wheat and the tares. And we've talked about that a little bit before. But you're going to see it's a continual separation. Right. You know, because when the word says that, you know, wide is is the way and, um, you know, many are going the, the right. wide road or right. the wide gate, but narrow is the gate. And that, that word in the Amplified, it's a, it's a compressed gateway. Mm-hmm. You know, 
know, it's almost like I think about trying to give birth in contractions. It's right. compressed. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a, there's pressure trying to get through that right. gate. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to see some Christians are like, I can't, I can't yeah. handle it. Right. And, and so right now is the time to really be yes. in the secret place and build up your internal fruit yes. and really know the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a good point. And be the light. Yeah. I was thinking about a field trip that I took my kids on when we were young. We went into a cave in Tennessee and it was a, a big, long cave. You went like a mile back into right. the cave and there was, they had electricity thread through it and then they turned off all the electricity mm-hmm. and we put our hands up and we couldn't see our hand this close right. to our face. And then they, then they struck one match. Oh, wow. And it pierced the darkness. Right. Mm-hmm. It shined forth so much light, and that's what he's called us to be. Right. Yes. That one light mm-hmm. makes a difference it does. in the darkness. It does. And that one light can bring many mm-hmm. to yes. salvation. Yeah. And we've yes. got to be obedient to be that one mm-hmm. light mm-hmm. for yeah. Jesus. And yeah. even in the midst of all that, we must be uncompromising. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing okay. that's really, you know, that's going to anchor us right. in our walk with God. No matter what's going on, no matter how much culture declines, we still must stay stand stand assured of who God is right. and especially who he is in our lives. So we can't compromise yes. with the world and take down. Right. We mm-hmm. have to we have to we have to choose what side we're on. Yeah. Choose what side of the fence. There's no straddling the fence no. anymore right. as believers. No. We've got right. to choose. You know, because we can't it, it's either black or white. There's no gray. Mm-hmm. And God will bless us for yes. that stand. And to your to your point about opposites, Isaiah fifty twenty speaks to what we see in the news, in the media every day. I know if you all are like me and I know you are we say, how can they think that that's right? Mm-hmm. But Isaiah 20, 520 says they will, they say what is right is wrong and right. what is wrong is yes. right. And yes. every yes. day it's more and more of that. Mm-hmm. And we scratch our heads, but it's right there in that's the right Bible. The and it just goes on to do other mm-hmm. comparisons like black is white, white is black, and bitter is sweet, and sweet is mm-hmm. bitter. But we are seeing that right now playing out right. in front of us that wrong is right mm-hmm. and it's it's just puzzling oh, yeah yes. it is it is and, and, and but they're they're deceived yeah. i mean they're yes. being deceived yes. and so therefore we've got to pray for those who are deceived mm-hmm. father open their eyes yes. so that they may see mm-hmm. and in the midst keep us strong yes. so that we yes. can be the light when, mm-hmm. when others are deceived mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and remember that he is a god of love right they will know we are christians by our love our love yes, yes. So that, that is, is so true. And I think yeah. we lose sight of that in our stance. Yes, so we don't want that. Trying to be right. Because yeah. then it makes us, we're not the light. We're right. No and that's when we're like that. And rather than drawing people mm-hmm. to him who is the ultimate light. Yeah. We, we are then we get our own agenda pushed away. Push right. away. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think great platforms like TCV, you know, mm-hmm. are great ways to share a different culture. Mm-hmm. When yeah. we people seeing culture going awry, I think us coming together in this kind of platform mm-hmm. and trying to level the playing field to make it be okay to be a Christian, right. yes. reaching all arenas of the of audiences mm-hmm. without dogma and other things. Mm-hmm. I think because culture is learned behavior. Right. And I think now that we're teaching people how to go through the word, search the scriptures, and then apply them to your lives, you know, they may not go to a church, but we're still yet reaching. Mm-hmm. Right. and helping edify to strengthen the Christian base. That's right. God's word is a light and a lamp unto our yes. feet. And Amen. The more we study it, the more we will be the light as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View. Don't go away. Having 
a great, challenging, hard discussion on how you can survive as a Christian in a declining spiritual culture. And and we are there. We are in a declining spiritual culture. We, as I said at the opening, we're not the home team anymore. We are visitors here, and um, we've always been visitors as Jesus Christ. But it's shifted. Yeah. Christianity is not the norm. We're not the fastest growing, the most popular religion that's out there anymore. Um, and so, Lee, let's just talk about um, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel, Amen. Daniel was in a time, and he had to he had to uh, draw a line in the sand mm-hmm. because he was taken from what he knew and placed into a foreign country. Which I kind of feel like that's where we are. Yes, aliens. You know, we are Christians in a foreign land. How do we survive? Well, I think when I think about Daniel, one of the first things that comes to mind is how, you know, in life, sometimes the things that the enemy uses that are planned to destroy you, mm-hmm. God will use them to be the very thing that um, anchors you right. and provide comfort and be the thing that carry you through the trial. And with Daniel, one of the, the characteristics that stood out so much for me was that Daniel would not forfeit his values. Mm-hmm. He right. stayed true to God. He mm-hmm. knew what acceptable behavior God was looking for. Mm-hmm. And regardless, he understood that, okay, well, you know, if I live, I'm going to live unto the Lord. If I die, I die unto the Lord. Therefore, whether I live or die, I'm going to be God's. So he understood, you know, man might can hurt the body, but I want to make sure that my behavior is acceptable to the one that can hurt both body and soul. Mm -hmm. So that is a lesson for me that, you know, and then, you know, for us all reading the story and seeing how God brought Daniel out Mm -hmm. to me, if he did it for Daniel, then that lets me know he'll do it for me as well. Amen. Daniel did not compromise his faith. He did not bow to the idols of the time that he was living in, which means we don't have to bow to to the idols of our our society. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you know how they say, while in Rome, Mm-hmm. Daniel didn't live that way. No. He was That's taken right. out of his mm-hmm. his environment, mm-hmm. out of under the umbrella of God, right. yeah. and yet he he remained true mm-hmm. and committed to the Lord and resolved, I will not defile yeah. myself. Yes. But yet yes. in that, he still respected the authority. Yes. Yes. Kind of like what we were yes. talking about, mm-hmm. about be the light, don't be like the opposing mm-hmm. side. He respected authority. He stayed humble. He didn't even yeah. want the king's gifts right. that the king wanted right. to bestow on him. He had yes. prayer warrior friends. I Amen. loved that yes. part. And um, he recognized the sovereign hand of God yes. in history. Right. And he wasn't afraid to say that this is God's plan. This yeah. is what yes. God is saying. This is what's going to happen to you. He didn't hide his faith. No. He didn't go somewhere and just no. hide it under a bush somewhere. He lived his faith out loud yeah. in the midst and he of... And didn't sugarcoat. Right. Yeah. Two things this he did also that I loved. Like you said, he gave God praise Mm -hmm. in every situation. He never took the credit. He never took the credit. And yet in the the latter chapters, like especially beginning in 9 on, yet when he is confessing the sins of the Mm -hmm. nation, it is continually we. We. We have failed you. We have gone astray. Mm -hmm. We have. So he does not. Take the credit when he is doing things right. for the, the kingdom. He gives all the glory to God. Mm-hmm. Yet when all the sin is rampant, he takes this, we need to be prostrate before you, Lord, confessing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we can get in the state, well, they're doing that and they're doing As yes. soon as we do that, we right. have distanced ourselves and yes. we are ineffective. Right. Mm-hmm. He was a team player, right? Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. a team player. He's like, we're in this together. And I'm going to, you know, when, we're, when one of us are weak and we're in a team... Then someone else is going to come alongside who is stronger and pull us. Yes. And so he's yeah. a great leader. He was a great leader, mm-hmm. great team player. 
Absolutely. I was just going to reiterate that. But um, what I also see with Daniel, too, is his abilities. He was chosen. He was able to interpret dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, and we talked about that a little bit on another segment. Right. But that goes under that realm of the increase of prophecy. See, the Lord, again, he, he was he's always testifying of himself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he'll do it even now in those times. So he's going to lean on us and our even our giftings through our but it came through his intimate uh, relationship right, yes. with Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, with God, technically Jesus hadn't shown up on the scene yet, but you know, so anyway, but it came to that intimacy and he was fully devoted right. and he was able to interpret the King's dream mm-hmm. and, and spare his life and his friend's lives. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much integrity within Daniel mm-hmm. that we can right. learn from, right. even in his physical body. He had integrity, not to eat their food. Like you said, be respectful, Mm -hmm. but there's so much that integrity to build himself up and still be strong, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think those are things to look at practically Mm -hmm. too, and seeing where we're headed is that God's going to, he's going to use you to promote you. Like you said, Lee, um, you know, however that looks, whether that's, but I do think that there's going to be an increase in that, um, in the dream realm, in the Mm -hmm. prophecy realm, because there, you know, why the enemy is showing his hand and he's Mm -hmm. trying to display power. But the Lord's not going to let the enemy get away with it. So his power is going to be displayed through his children. And I think one of the most powerful things is when we're talking about declining culture. Here, Daniel was in the very opposite. They were the ones that were outnumbered. Mm-hmm. And they were in a culture that everybody was expecting them to succumb to. But he stood and he stood on his values and therefore ended up winning a lot of the yes. greater culture. And I think exactly. that's a powerful example for all of us. Mm-hmm. That if we do what God asks us to do and stay true to what God has called us right. to do and don't compromise compromise, then we can win people back to Christ. And one thing about Daniel, he knew who he was. He yes. knew who he was and he knew who his God, what his God yes. was. So he right. had that identity right. already in him. And in the way that culture is coming now, it's like, okay, where's your identity today? Or where's your identity going to be tomorrow? We've got to make sure that we have our identity grounded and rooted in yes. Jesus Christ and not fleeting back and forth, but like the wind. Mm-hmm. And they recognized it. Going yes. back to what you said, mm-hmm. Nebuchadnezzar recognized yes, Daniel's yes. God. Right. Belshazzar recognized Daniel's yes. God. King Darius recognized Daniel's, Daniel's God. God. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful. So powerful. When it we is. exalt him, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. he gets the praise, he yes. gets the glory and he says that I may draw all men unto, unto myself. Yes. Right. And to, to, to have that authority and to have that boldness and not to be able to walk in fear as the days, you know, maybe get darker. Again, we get brighter because we walk in that authority. We walk in that anointing. We don't walk in the fear of what's going on around in the world because we do know the end and in the end, God wins. I think something that you said just really resonated in that um, when you said he had his identity, he knew who he was, and so much of our culture today is having an identity yes. crisis, yes. and that is Satan's plan. If right. you don't know who you are from day to day, right. it's not a good thing. That that doesn't make you powerful. It doesn't make you strong. It makes you confused. Right. And uh, Lee and I were talking about Eric Erickson, which is a psychologist way back in the day that um, coined the term identity crisis. Right. And he called it work. It's a it's your in confusion with who you are. Mm-hmm. So 
that is so strong that we know who we are and it's not something we're not fluid we need right. to know where we are each day and that is under God's authority yes. right where who we are and whose we are yeah. who we are we and who, yes. whose we are and because it is security. so important it breaks my heart to think yes. of all the insecurity that people are going right. to and it is rampant and that's mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we know that's the tool of the enemy if yes. he can get you confused with who you are yeah. then he's again making us unfruitful right. in the body of Christ which is where he wants us we'll be right back with more here on the Christian View. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Christian View. We're talking today about surviving a declining spiritual culture. What I want you to know today is that God wins. From Genesis to Revelation, God is still God. He is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He's the great I am, and He will get the victory. Stay connected to Him. Stay in fellowship with Him. Stay in prayer with Him, and know that God wins in the end, and He loves you. Have a great day. We'll see you next time here on The Christian View. Bye-bye. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.